What's up, guys? Uh, welcome to day 69 of Grinding Until I'm a Millionaire. These are just the daily check-in videos where I let you know what I worked on and what I'm doing to get closer to that goal. So today was just a standard day. You know, I don't I always say that. I always say like, yeah, just a normal day and don't have anything to talk about. And then I just start rambling about something. But let's see. Woke up, took out the puppy. I just want to get rich so I can buy her a house with a yard. She like she she played with one of the dogs outside when we were walking tonight. She heard me watch watch if I say doggy park. Oh, she's so cute. Hey. Anyway, she wants she wants me to go to bed. But yeah, I just want to get rich, buy her a house with a yard, and uh she'd love that. But let's see. Woke up, took out the dog. Um I've been, so my, the one meal a day thing, I've been eating one meal a day is kind of the idea. I haven't been as strict about it, but you know, I think about it. I've only had one real meal a day the last few days, but I've been snacking more the last like two, three days. I'm not a lot of snacking. What I'm trying to do is just limit it to fruits and vegetables. But when I'm at work, I'm like, mm, grapes, mm, breadstick. I got to stop. Got to stop. But um, it's been working out pretty good. Like I just hold out in the morning as long as I can. Usually I can make it till about two or 3 PM before I get super hungry. And then, then I'll just eat my chicken, broccoli and potatoes and just a big plate of that. And I'll eat that once. And then I'm, I'm pretty chilling, you know, I'm chilling for the rest of the day. If my blood sugar gets low, cause I'm diabetic, um, I'll eat some like granola bars with peanut butter or apple juice or something like that. But honestly, sticking to that one day. One meal a day thing's been working out okay for me, so we'll see. We'll see how it works with my physique and stuff. Um, you guys have been telling me in the comments of the videos to go to the gym, and I started going back to the gym last week. Hit every single day, did really good, and then this week I hit Monday for chest day. Tuesday, yesterday, I walked home from work and uh, like the whole three, three and a half miles, which isn't that bad. But bro, by the time I got home, like I got off work at 10, I got home at 1130. No way. Not about to do gym. And then today I just, I honestly forgot. Like I went into work um, and then came home and worked on, I'll tell you what I worked on today, but uh, yeah, totally forgot. Didn't, didn't make it over there. It's 2 a.m. right now. So I'm going to try and do this and wrap up, up my daily video uh, and get to bed. I've got to work tomorrow at 1130, I think. So need to need to make sure I wake up before 1130. Um, I'm getting sick, which is always annoying. Ever since I found out I was diabetic, I get colds a lot more often. And they don't just la like they last, I say three, four days. So like, like today, I can feel it in my throat. I can kind of feel it starting to be there, but it, it drags out, man. That's the annoying thing is like it drags out. Like I'm not really sick today, but I can feel it. And I know damn well tomorrow it's going to be a little worse. Then day three, I'll have like a sore throat. Then day four is going to suck. Then day five might suck. And then day six, it starts to wear down until like day eight or nine. And it's just, it's so annoying because like I just have a bad immune system. You know, those are just the shitty hands that I got dealt in life. I got my my insulin 
got to take that four times every time I eat, I guess. Um, even though I've been having to take this in the morning, even if I don't eat. So that's interesting. But anyway, just because of that, I get sick. And so like, I can feel it coming. I'm about to get sick. So I'm drinking like Sprite, drink some electrolytes. Um, I don't know. I'll just load up on vitamin C. I've been taking vitamin D. Um, but yeah, so that's frustrating because like, I just, I want to feel good enough at work. Like, I don't want to feel sick until Saturday. That's kind of the goal. Saturday, maybe Monday. If I can hold out till Monday, I'll be good because here's the deal. I make most of my money on Saturday and Sunday on those double shifts over the weekend. It's when I make most of my money. So it would suck what, what I'm, where I'm at right now with my cold is like the worst day is probably going to be Saturday. And that's the day that I need to work and make the most money. So that's really frustrating. We'll see how I feel if it's a bad one or not. But there's a couple other people at work that are getting sick. And it's just super annoying. You know, life just deals you the hands and then you deal with it. You figure it out. Um, so with that being said, like that's why I'm trying to go to bed a little bit earlier. I don't think I went to bed till four yesterday. Um, I was going to go to work this morning or today. And I got ready for work and then I booked an Uber. I was going to Uber there and the Uber was like, you know, 10, $11 plus a tip. But the Uber driver was like 12 minutes away. So by the time they got here, I'd be close to late to work. And then it's like a 10 minute drive. So I was like, you know what? I don't have time for that. So I drove my car. If you guys have been listening for a while or you listen back, my car broke on Thanksgiving. It's leaking coolant pretty bad. It's, a, it's, it's not a slow leak, but it's like. I decided to drive my car to work. So I, I had half a gallon of coolant in the trunk, put the coolant in and, uh, and drove it. And it's funny. I was like stressing. I'm sitting at the stoplight. I'm like, all right, bitch, let's turn red because I can see the steam coming up from the engine. Like I know the coolant's leaking and it's getting hot. And anyway, made it to work. Fine. Walked to Walmart, bought some more antifreeze, put it in the car, drove it home. I can't do that. Like the damn antifreeze is just as much as the, as the Uber, honestly, and it's going to do damage to the car. Like it didn't overheat or anything. It, it lasts in there for the whole drive. And then it leaks out while I'm at work. And then I got to get more. Um, what, seven bucks for a gallon. I probably use a quarter of a gallon, a third of a gallon each way. So I mean, maybe it's a little cheaper than the Uber, but not much. Not worth it. So I did that because I didn't have time. I got to be more proactive with the Uber. I cleaned out the garage, parked the car in the garage so that I can start taking it apart, find the leak. Tomorrow after work, it's a lunch shift, so I should get done around 3 or 4. I'll go to AutoZone or whatever and, and rent a pressure kit to pressurize the system and find where the leak is. And then once I know where that is, I can kind of budget for what I need to fix and how much that's going to be. So that's the plan for tomorrow. I got it written on here. Rent pressure tester. Find leak. I also want to cancel my Planet Fitness membership because I'll just use the gym here. And then if I decide to feel bougie, I'll go to EOS, which is a much better gym. It's a little bit farther away. I need to schedule the motorcycle test. So when I cleared out the garage today, I uh, took the motorcycle out. Look, guys, again, if you guys have been following, my, my initial plan was, okay, car's broke. going to fix this motorcycle, going to drive it. So I spent the money on the motorcycle. I fixed the motorcycle over the next few days. And I'm hyped because it's going now. Like I've just started it right up. It worked. Everything's good. It's not dying on me, but one, I'm sketchy. I'm better now, but the first time I was super sketchy and it's like the third time I've rode it sketchy, no helmet. 
the bike's registration was expired. It's it's good now, but I don't have it on the bike. And I don't have a motorcycle permit or motorcycle license. So I wrote on here, I need to go schedule my motorcycle test. Maybe I'll try and do it, the written test on Friday. And that's when the registration should get here. I can like put it on and be legal, be driving it legally. And then I'll just rip around on that thing. But it's still a few days away. Got to pass the test. Got to get the registration on and do that. Um, but like my plan was, like, oh yeah, I'll just jump on the motorcycle and drive it around. And I'm thinking like, bro, I will die in traffic. I'm not bad. I'm not super bad, but I'm a little sketchy. I'm not comfortable driving and and going in first, like letting off the clutch and going like. It took me a while to figure that out in a car. On a motorcycle, it's even harder. Like I want to rip the gas, but then I don't want to end up wheeling. So I'm like slowly letting it off. And anyway, I got to get better at that. But uh, I was this close to just taking the motorcycle to work because I was like, fuck, the Uber's taking forever. I could drive my car, but I don't want it to overheat. I could just take the bike and took the car. But next time it's going to be the bike. Um, so that's where I'm at with that. Cleared out the garage, rode it around. It was it was good. I took it a little bit farther than the apartments, but I stayed off the main road. The police station's real close here, so got to be careful with that. Last thing I want is to get pulled over, unregistered motorcycle, no motorcycle license, get it impounded, have to walk home, and pay the impound fees and blah, blah, blah. Like, that would put me back. I'm not in a super wealthy spot right now. Um and then the the only other thing I did was just work on my little keynote presentation uh, for my my video. That's ready. I'm kind of torn if I'm going to do this video um, today or I mean tomorrow and like just film it as its own thing or if I'll just do it during the live stream and then clip it out. What, the way it's looking is I'll probably just do it during the live stream and maybe record it in keynote. Uh, this is what it looks like. more expensive products um, and not these add-ons but I'm trying to beef up the website and just get more content out there so I'll, I'll cycle everything in but I've got it's very simple it's like okay here's one product here's a little bit about it okay next screen here's some pros about it here's some cons about it and then I put it on a page with everything else and kind of uh, score it and then I'll talk about why it's scored that way. And that way, that'll translate into a perfect blog post. And I think people will get value out of it. It's very simple. It's not super in-depth. But just being able to rip through it for 15 minutes on the live stream is, is good. And I'm glad it's done. Because now I can save this as a template. And next week, I'll do it for a different part. Or, you know, I'll switch it up. Because um, I need to get these parts out there. I've got this template made. I'll also make the template for individual product reviews. And anyway, let me save it real quick. Top. There. All right. So anyway, um, that's, that's literally all I worked on for the brands. I've reposted a lot of Instagram content. Um, it's kind of interesting. Like uh, here, I'll pull it up here too why not you know we're just talking about i'm just rambling like an idiot but it's okay let me see i don't think i'm logged in 
Hold on. Bear with me for five seconds, okay? Let me just pull it up because I want to show you guys. It's been growing pretty good. I don't know if you guys are like, here's an interesting thing. Uh, if you guys comment on here and tell me, God damn it. Great. I forgot my password. <laughs> I'm logged in on my phone. That should be enough. Um, but hi, Joey. Out of all of the social media platforms, which one is your guys' favorite? Like, which one do you guys think is worth your time? Because I, like I was telling my ex, I'm like, look, I'll delete fucking Instagram right now. I literally don't care. I don't think for me anyway, it actually helps move the brand further along. Like, I think it's more of a distraction. I think she tries to be business minded and she does like she's really smart with it. But just like me, you know, I, I mean, for me, what I learned when I was doing a lot of social media stuff is like I would get on to make a TikTok. I'm like, OK, here's a here's a big problem I had. OK, I would get on to post a TikTok or to make a TikTok and I open the app and then boom, there it is. The first thing on my for you page, you know, and it just catches your attention. You know, you're like, oh, fuck, I guess I'll watch it. And then after it's over, you just, you're, you're left unsatisfied. So you swipe to the next one and then the next one. And the next thing you know, it's been, even if, I mean, typically it's like five, 10 minutes, right? But even if it's just one minute, think about that. You post, you try to post three times a day, one minute a day, you're wasting by just watching one TikTok. As soon as you open the app, that's like, it just compounds, man. And you're wasting so much time. You gotta, you gotta not waste any time. So for me, what I need to do is, and then imagine now you're doing that on like all of these other platforms, you know, you, now you are, um, you're opening up for TikTok and posting, then you're opening YouTube, posting a short, then you're opening Instagram and posting a reel. Like, can you just imagine how much time you'd waste like that? If you're, if you get distracted easily. And I, again, I was the same way. And so I had to create different systems so that I don't run into that issue. But um, like, it's been a tough thing for sure. Um, hold on, I'm, let me log into Instagram. I'll quit trying to talk while I log into Instagram. Okay, okay, I think we're in. Damn, I just... <laughs> You guys ever swallow Sprite crooked or like, I guess, swallow anything crooked? It's like, then that happens a lot when my throat's sore. I think that I, I'm swallowing right and then I'm definitely not. Okay, we are logged in to Instagram and hopefully it'll show me my analytics. That's the only reason I logged in. It should, it should show me better analytics on here than it does on the phone but maybe it won't let's see add tools view insights okay here we go so does is 
I'm starting to pivot it into more of a media company. So initially I started the brand off as like a personal blog and then a vlog to follow my life and my journeys and, and update everyone that way. And then I realized nobody cares. Like I'm not a big enough name in that industry for people to actually care. And so I was like, Oh, why doesn't anyone watch my content? It's like, nobody cares. Nobody's searching for me. So then I created searchable content and then I just became the face of that searchable content. So now people are searching for content and then here I am. And conveniently, and that builds fans, that builds an audience. So there's a lot of people who are just very talented at something, very, very talented, and they have that notoriety and they have people looking for them because of that. And that's wonderful. They can easily capitalize on that. And then there's people who are like kind of average or just a little bit good at something, but they're not super spectacular. And so you can really capitalize um, by creating content that people want to watch, that people are looking for. And they're like, wow, who created this amazing video? Oh, that guy. Um, so anyway, that's kind of one thing I realized early on. I was like, nobody cares. Nobody cares what I'm working on. Nobody cares what I'm doing unless it's something they're searching for. And so that's like, that's going to play a role into how I grow out this brand. But for now, like I'm just documenting the process and that's something I learned early on. Okay. So now another thing I'm doing is pivoting to be more of a media company where the goal of my brand, my mission statement's been like to grow the sport by a million people. I want to help get a million people into BMX. I want to help them buy the right bike. I want to help them just get into the sport. And it's a sport that's meant a lot to me. And so I want to do that for people and just show them like, Hey, you know, this is dope. All right. Um, and so before what I was doing was just posting my own reels and I could get maybe one a day um, if I'm really at it. Some, usually it's more like two a week. But I started a new strategy over over a month ago, sometime in September, I want to say I started doing this. And I was just reposting content. There's a couple media companies in the industry who have hundreds of thousands of followers. They've been around for decades. Um, but they are, they, they honestly, all they do is repost. And I used to talk so much shit about it. I was like, you're not actually contributing. Like I see your repost. I see the next guy's repost. Like I see everyone's repost. And so I'd get frustrated about it. And then I was like, wait a minute, if I can grow my brand this way and, you know, show people there, there's more to it. Right. But if it's, if, it, if it's easy to grow by reposting content and doing it in a way that inspires and motivates my target audience, then I'm actually achieving my mission. So I had to have a mindset shift there. And maybe that's wrong. Maybe I'm toxic and I'm just like, oh, you guys suck because like maybe I was jealous that they're getting a lot of followers and, and action by just reposting somebody's clip. Like that is, that is so annoying to me. And then I start doing it and I'm like, wow, I see why they do this. You know, this is dope. Um, so anyway, you got to make sure like it's true to your brand and like it fits in. And so for me, reposting this content has been, um, I made it work with the brand and growing the brand. So, so it's good on that. Um, but it's also important to mix in other types. Like if all I was doing was reposting, then I don't think that's very beneficial, you know? Um, but where I mix in like specific reels that I've made and things like that, then I'm like, okay, well there's, there's some value here that I'm giving and then I'm helping get more exposure to these other kids. And then I'm helping motivate my, my audience. And so anyway, reposting is pretty crazy. And that's like, that's all I've been doing. Um, I mean, if you guys, you guys want to know the workflow to easily repost content, it's stupid. It is so easy. You get this little repost app 
Okay. Can you see the, this little repost app? It's like, I, I don't know, $3 a week. So $12, $15 a month. I'm telling you, if you care about it, it's worth it. And then you get repurpose.io and you set up a bunch of workflows. I have videos on the channel. I haven't published about how I set up the different workflows, but you just pick your hub. Okay. Get repost. And then, um, what I do is I find a good reel that I think will go good and I grab it. I hit repost. It pulls it up in Instagram. I type a caption and I have my repurpose set up so that it will only repost like from Instagram if I use a hashtag and the hashtag is repost. Um, and so by doing that, like this is really hard to just illustrate like this. So I hope you guys are following along, but let me show you how repurpose works. I just want to do it in a way that's like, so here. just, it goes everywhere. Okay. So I do it one time. I find it. I'm like, wow. If, if I'm just scrolling Instagram at work, right? Like I'm just scrolling Instagram. I'm like, Oh, this is crazy. Copy post into repost, write a caption, trim it a little bit. I go for seven to eight seconds. Those are the ones that have really popped off seven to eight seconds long and then trim it up a little bit. Um, I don't add an audio, add the thumbnail and tag the writer and then boom. Like, and then post it and then it goes everywhere. And sometimes it blows up on YouTube. Sometimes it gets a lot of views on TikTok. Sometimes it gets a lot of views on Instagram, but it's usually, I'm, there's some that perform well across the board, but it's so funny because it's kind of random. Um, but anyway, look, let's, let's take a look at what has happened since we started doing that. Let's take a look. Let me, here, I'll pull it up on the screen. I want to see a chart or something, but. No charts on the desktop version, which is a little bit sad. Okay, we'll just do for the last 30 days, okay?
I need, I need to have a K after it. So I paid like 50, 70 bucks, bought 10 K followers. And it kind of, it kind of hurt the engagement of the account for sure. But then, then I started doing the reposting and like, now, now it's good. Everything's fine. So anyway, those aren't all. And they look and there's like 5,000 followers are like, Meh. or 500. They're like, Meh. but when you have the K, you're like, okay, this guy, this guy means business. So I think it's an authenticity thing. I think it really helps credibility wise. Um, but anyway, so yeah, 2000 followers just from the reposting and that's what the workflow, like I just broke down the workflow for it. If you guys want to do that, I, I was thinking there's so many applications I could do this in. Like people do the entrepreneur memes like i just follow those big accounts repost them and and go for it the problem is you've got to be good at finding the content that's like you, you got to be early so the bigger company that i'm competing with ever since when i started pushing this hard they started reposting harder they have a few people that work for them too which is funny but we'll typically repost the same things and it's always funny to see like if i get to it before them or if they get to it before me if they get to it before me i won't really repost it because i just feel like my shot at the algorithm's already done so and maybe that's a limiting belief i don't know but anyway what i get at what i'm getting at is like these okay 2000 followers all this engagement I don't think it's actually growing the bottom line. Like the people who are engaging with it are engaging with it, but they're, are they going to click my affiliate link somehow? Are they going to get to my YouTube and click the affiliate links? Are they going to click any of the links in my link tree? Like, I doubt it. You know, if you're, you're watching reels, you're just swipe, swippity swiping through the reels. You don't give a shit about who posted the reel and what it says in their bio. You don't care. You're just watching reels. And so I think people hyper fixate on like, I'm going to, I got to, million views on my reel it's like okay and like that's cool you got some followers you got some views on your reel like turn that into something you know what i mean so i think instagram is a big huge waste of time you don't even get money for it like if i got a million views on a youtube short then i get some ad revenue from it because i'm monetized and they pay their creators instagram scam scamstagram that's what we call it um, it's frustrating, but you know, since I have the repurpose thing set up, like I would post to YouTube shorts anyway, um, on, not on my main channel. I'm doing that on my channel with only 2,500 subs, uh, reposting the shorts. I don't, I'm not reposting the shorts on my main channel because it doesn't tie into the brand as much. So anyway, um, but yeah, I think YouTube's a good one. Instagram's a waste of time. TikTok. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I feel about TikTok. Some of the the future millionaire stuff was popping off pretty good on TikTok. And then it slowed down a lot. So I'm not I'm not completely sure what my thoughts are on those, but I think YouTube is the place to go. And yeah, reposting the content. That's been another thing that the people that I'm competing with, the companies I'm competing with here, they aren't using a tool like repurpose. Maybe they'll find this video and start using it, but they like, they kind of go out of their way and they don't post their shorts, their repost content on YouTube. Um, because I think it, it's hard. It doesn't fit into your workflow. And, um, anyway, I think it's really hard for them. So they, they've tried to do it a few times and I think it works kind of good, but they're definitely sticking to Instagram. Like,
trying to grow a brand just on shorts and just on short content. And I think it's going to be really hard, especially if you're not doing it off of your authentic content. Like if this, this brand, for example, when I create a short and I'm like, Hey, you know, here is a short clip from this podcast episode and people watch that. Like, I think that that ties them closer to me as a creator and potentially they'll go watch the longer video. But if it's a short that I just repost of like somebody saying, clean your room, make your bed, then like, what is that actually doing for me? Even if it gets tons of tons of views, like what is that actually doing for me and my brand? Not much. I just, I can flex how many views I got on a short and that doesn't, doesn't fucking mean a thing either. Um, so I don't know. I always try to be mindful about what's the bottom line of what I'm doing and putting my time into. And for now I can see that the subscribers are growing from the reposting content. Money's not growing, um, but it's getting more people introduced into the brand. It's growing the subscribers. I think there's a, there's a hockey stick curve that happens when you uh, start to grow because I think maybe I'm wrong, but I think when you're watching a video and it's a good video and you look down, you're like, this guy only has 2000 subscribers. You're like, okay, that's weird. And like, why doesn't he have more? So then you don't really subscribe. But if you look down, you're like, okay, you know, 3 million, that's cool. Subscribe because it's just like a normal thing and you feel validated to make that decision. So what I'm getting at is like, I think that there's an a higher ratio of people who hit the subscribe button, like a higher percentage that the percentage is there's an influx of people who subscribe to you based off of the amount of subscribers you have. So I think it's a slow grind to a certain number. Like I, I think K now, once you hit 10 K, I think that number gets easier. Once you hit hundred K, it gets easier. 300, 500, a million. It just compounds like that. So like, let's say I'm 10%. I have a 10% chance that somebody's going to subscribe to me when I'm under 10 K after you're at 10 K, like, let's say that's a 20% chance after you're at hundred K, let's say that's a 30% chance. Assuming it's the same video and the same video has relevance, but I really truly believe that like the more subs you have, the more likely somebody else is to subscribe to you. And so that's why I bought the 10 K for Instagram. That's why I'm more than happy with reposting these shorts that are growing my subscribers pretty significantly, even if there's not more revenue coming in, because I think that that subscriber influx is going to happen sooner by reposting the shorts and getting more subscribers. That's my take. That's, that's kind of what's going on in my head. Am I right? I don't fucking know. I'll update you guys. We'll find out. Um, but yeah, so that's what we're working on on day. God, I talked for a long time. That's what we're working on on day 69. Day 70 tomorrow, I need to go to work in the morning. I need to figure out where my car is leaking coolant and tear it apart and try and fix and just order the parts at least. I have a few people I need to call and follow up on stuff and schedule my motorcycle test so I can legally start driving that thing around. Thank you guys for rocking with me. I appreciate y'all. We'll see you tomorrow for day 70.